Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's good, everybody. It's your boy, Pat the Designer, back at it again. Appreciate y'all for tuning in and showing love. Kind of, kind of squad. We got JC in the building. It's just, it's just, it's just a little, little squad, little squad. Part of the squad. <laughs> What's up, man? Uh, man? Listen, there's a lot going on today with uh, the Zach Levine news. Uh, got to talk about everything around that. What's the best case scenario for the Chicago Bulls trading Zach Levine? Is this even going to happen? What does this mean for AK moving forward? I mean, there's a lot to break down with all of this. We'll talk about all that more in today's episode of the Windy City Breeze Sports Talk Daily. Let's go. Gotta put that other one in there, man. I keep forgetting to uh to put that <laughs> other one in there. It is uh oh oh hey, hey. what's going on, man? Hey, what's happening? How you, you doing? First, it starts with the thumbnails. He, 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 he just that, he himself that. I'm in sorry, the guys. Look, <laughs> no, no, I'm not sorry. This man puts his, himself in the thumbnail, right? He just says pat in the corner, right? Like, like this no. is, the whole panel was just pat in the corner, right? right? Yeah. Then now yeah. he does he does the intro with nobody else on it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we ain't got a whole intro. I mean, listen, uh, I don't have the intro here. Uh, you should talk to the super producer about that. And uh, it is what it is. How you doing, my boy? What's going on? Man, shut up. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, listen, we got a what's lot to get view? into today, what's man. This, what's this view happening? What? What? Yeah, what that view is better. I, I mean, I was in a corner, man. I couldn't see myself. You putting baby in the corner? No way puts baby in the corner. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> He's starting hot today. <laughs> Man comes in and it's instant anarchy. <laughs> Fam, Zach Levine is about to get traded. Welcome to Armageddon. Hey, uh, here no, we go. Man, let's uh, talk right. about it. Hey, man, I mean, listen, let's let's jump into it. This, that's the biggest topic. I mean, I've been giving my thoughts on it on our channel and, of course, around uh, the, the bull circles all day. Uh, what are your thoughts here? Uh, J- Zach Levine, Persham Sarania is being rumored to possibly be traded. Both sides are open to a trade now. And that would be something interesting if the Bulls did move on from because there's a 15% kicker that kicks in if Zach is traded. Now, that kicker, we said on Locked On Bulls that that would go to other teams. The Chicago Bulls actually have to pay that kicker uh, if he's able to, if he has to be moved. That's a lump sum in the beginning, all of that. Money is being spent here if the Bulls do move on from Zach Levine. What are your thoughts on uh, the possible Zach Levine trade uh, that could be at hand here? Let's start it off there. I have a 10-minute rant that I've actually recorded. It's going to drop after this show. Uh, I talked about how much of a a cluster um, mess up. That's a safer way of saying that. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. This is because at the end of the day, um, this was something that could have been salvaged. This is something I feel like could, be, could have been avoided, and now it's going to cost you money. It's 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 one thing to sit there and say that you're losing a player and you get pieces back. All all's fair there, right? But no, now this is going to cost you an additional. Uh, what's fifteen percent of what two hundred thirty? I mean, ten percent is already twenty mil. Uh, it would basically be like an extra six million because he's already gotten the first year of his deal, so it's like an extra six million. Oh, it's on his. It's on his. It's on his. Uh, it would be on his annual, this year, not the total yeah, contract. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But even still, it's a lot of money. Listen, it's not. It's not shorting the money. Hey, guess what? That's someone's actual salary. Like, guess what? The point guard that we probably could have kept that fifteen percent kicker could have probably paid for that point guard that you didn't go get if you're AK. For this and the point guard, well, I mean, you team. haven't paid it. Well, it's not like the money wasn't going to be there 
Yeah, you, you you haven't paid the kicker yet. It's only if he gets traded. So he's yeah. going to get traded at this point. At this point, it's going to get traded. Let's, we have seen very few situations where a star is rumored to be traded. Both sides have kind of agreed to explore options, and that player stayed. Yeah. You've seen very few of those situations. And if it drags on too long, it's going to become from one of those things where it's an amicable, situa- uh, amicable party to one yeah. of those now he's a disgruntled player type situation because you've already seen him mail it in. Me and you caught that game. He yeah. mailed that in. No, 100%. 100%. So, I, I mean, I'm with yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. No, I actually think that uh, I'm, I'm right there with you, PK. I think that if they prolong this, if both sides are kind of saying, you know, let's try and see if we can get something done. There are teams that are looking to uh, look into getting Zach. Uh, I believe like the Heat, uh, I believe the Lakers I saw on the list, perhaps even the 76ers. Yeah, uh, they they may get done with this quick because then the chemistry in the in the in the in the locker room, the chemistry and the organization may be off. I mean, this was a project where we thought Zach could elevate his game to the point where he could be that guy, right? Be the first option, be the guy to take us to the next level. But Zach Levine, honestly, is as athletic as he is, as talented as he is, he's found out to be probably your second best player on, on, a, on a championship team. And so you can't I, – I guess what I'm saying is you can't build around him. We have to move forward. I just think the the tough part here, right, is is this just going to get done? This is not one. First off, there are certain players that can't be traded yet that all of these yeah. teams that we have, you can't move them. Like, if you want to trade with Philly, Philly likes their depth right now, but maybe they want yeah. to go get a, a second star in there. I've heard their name thrown in it. You can't trade for most of the pieces you probably want out of that trade until December, not even December 15, because they just got traded. So I, I believe in, in February you can trade for those guys again. I got to look up the deadlines for all of them. But, you know, like, it's not like you can just go out there. The Lakers aren't moving anybody because there's a bunch of guys they just signed, right? Um, they, they won't be eligible until December 15th. I think one of the interesting teams that maybe is in there is a Miami. Um, but are they going to be one of the teams that's actually in on it? Now, we did get this from Sham Sharania today. He was talking about that uh, the Heat, the Lakers, and the Sixers are expected to show interest in Zach Levine. So those are the three that you're kind of looking at. Two of those three teams, you're not talking about trading with until later on in the season. You're not talking about trading with them until closer to the trade deadline. Maybe the Miami Heat is a team where, you know, you send them down there. That'd be crazy. You send them down there with Jimmy Butler, somebody else who traded away. Uh, he goes on to win the NBA championship. I'd almost feel good Ooh. about it a little bit. Uh, it's but, funny uh, because Jimmy's missing a player like Zach. He's missing a guy like what? Well, yeah, that's Tyler, true. Tyler Hero's kind of like Zach. Tyler Hero's not like Zach. Yeah, Tyler Hero's kind of like Zach. He's not <laughs> a, as athletic, but he can definitely put the ball in the Outside path. of dunking, I mean, the numbers are there. Yeah. I would say shooting-wise, yeah. <laughs> he, he, he can do everything except jump like Zach. Yeah. The, the, the interesting thing is we December 15th is literally a month away. Like, yeah. it's literally just 30 days. And some of these trades are, are as intricate as they can be. That's still a lot of time in this yeah. league. That's not a lot of time. Like, that's not even at the midpoint of the season. Right, right. Now, and you could be you having want to be thirty games in, yeah. but you got fifty games to figure some stuff out. And if most most of these teams that we ju- we're talking about are playoff teams, Philly's a playoff team. Yep, Philly's yep. a playoff team right now. They're gonna sneeze into the playoffs. The Lakers are gonna sneeze into the playoffs. Miami, eh, fringe. Yeah. This might get them, but they they are a play in type caliber team. They were gonna be be in the playoffs before we were. Yeah. So I mean, at least that's the that's the thought process there. So I mean, like all of those teams are gonna be fine. Realistically. I think the I think he ends up on the West Coast. I think he ends up in the Lakers jersey because there are some players that can be traded that no one talks about. Um, no, it's not Anthony Davis, although I do see that happen. But Anthony Davis has been cooking. Oh, some of the trade packages wanna... that have been thrown out there are idiotic. Like yeah. some of these trade package people are talking about with with oh Zach Levine can bring this kind of value. No, he can't. Yeah, I mean, like no, no, he can't. Like Zach Levine's not bringing you back, uh, uh, Josh Giddy. Zach Levine's not bringing you no. that because they're not move. These teams aren't moving on from their young players, right? Like some of the trade packages have just been hilarious uh, for the most part. But I, I do think that they're trying something. to fleece for no reason. Like, you, no, hey, you, not, you better prepare not, for Rui Hachimura. That's who you better. He's not for. a superstar, right? He's not a. He's not going to get the Dame package. He's not going to no. get none no. of that. You're not going to no. get anywhere close to that. Yeah. But. You are going to get a couple pieces. I do expect the pick to be involved. Like, I do expect that. But don't expect the full five. So I saw somebody say three first-round picks. For who? Yeah. 
for Zach ain't Zach is uh, Zach has a potential to be a three first round pick guy. I'm not gonna say he doesn't, but he ain't that today, and you get paid off of today. So that's not yeah. gonna happen. We'll see. I mean, listen, what what's the what's the team you you guys see as the most likely scenario for Zach Levine right now? Well, I'm piggybacking off of P Kid. I see the Lakers because they have the the young talent. They don't they have the pieces outside of the superstars that can actually probably get this deal done. I mentioned Rui Hachimura, who has improved vastly being on that team. He always had the talent in Washington, but now he's kind of realizing it uh as a role player in in, in LA. And I think that coming here, he can probably be a really good piece uh to 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 develop. Uh you got Cam Reddish, you got Christian Wood, you got Austin Reeves. Uh Maybe they might not want to let go of Austin Reeves. Maybe you package Zach Levine with Alex Caruso and he goes back to L.A. And then you bring those guys back. But uh, that that's kind of what I see. I see the Lakers as the top guy. Kid, what you think? Uh, honestly, I, I this is this is something I haven't vetted. But I'm going to use L.A. again. But I, I see a Clipper situation developing. Mm. Uh, mainly because I see some things happening there that I think don't really work well. Don't say uh, James. Well, they can't trade James. They can't trade James. They can't trade James. They can't trade James. Okay. They got James. James ain't going nowhere. He's there. Um, But I'll be honest with you. I would love to see Russ in a Bulls jersey. And so I'm feeling this is my hope and prayer. I've already given you my. They can trade Russ either right now. Well, not till close to the deadline because Russ. He can be traded at the deadline. I did bet that part. He can be traded at the deadline, but it, it would be, again, a lot later on in the year. When does and, a team come to you with a package? Because you know Miami's knocking on the door immediately. Yeah, mm-hmm. Miami's missed on so many main players. And if I'm going to be real with you all, like let's just – my heart says he ends up in a, a, a Clippers or a Lakers jersey, yep. mainly a Lakers jersey, right, just because they have the package there. They've been showing a lot of interest. The, when there's smoke, there's fire. There's been a whole lot of L.A., Laker, Bulls kind of talk throughout the last couple of weeks, right? But I do feel like – Pat Riley is going to make a move for him to get another person down there with Jimmy Butler and Bam. I yeah, really I, feel like he has to because yeah. he's been he's been cooked all offseason. I mm-hmm. would hate to see it, but I would also love to see if Zach Levine gets the opportunity to take that leap because Jimmy Butler, as good as he is, does not have the he does not have the potential offensively that Zach Levine has, and they're missing that type of player. Hmm. I don't know so, about that. He dropped, he dropped, dropped fifty back to back. You know Jimmy I plays in the fourth quarter. I don't, I don't know about that. I don't know. But he, you he know what? Here's not, the funny listen, thing. He might not do it during the regular season. I give you that. Right. He's not yeah. gonna have too many fifty point games during the regular season. But I think he get didn't he didn't he have four no, fifty he point balls games out. last don't year? He picks his spots when he wants to he, dominate. He's a he's a mind over matter. He he's going to wield that like you need that person there. But let's be honest, Jimmy Butler taking a a, a jumper beyond the free throw line scares me at times. You like eh, that one's a little flat. <laughs> like that one may not go. Jimmy Butler mm. taking a three, he knocked them joints down, but you was pleasantly surprised when he knocked them joints down, right? Like you didn't feel like Jimmy got this three. You felt like dad, Jimmy hit that. That's crazy. Like, I don't know how to describe it, but like you didn't expect him to hit it. You just like, oh, he hit it. It might be a good game. You know, like you know yeah. what I'm saying? So I don't get it. I think that's the type of play. But even if you feel like that Jimmy is the best player there, he don't got the support elsewhere. Tyler well, Hill I just think I just think that there's a there's <clears throat> excuse me. I think you have like if you're trading for Zach is to do something. If you're Miami, to me, right? Like if you're trading for Zach is just to say I did something because right now you have Duncan Robinson there, you have Tyler Hero there, you have uh, uh, um, Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo, and all those guys are getting running. Listen, I understand. Right, the Miami Heat are still not the end all be all. I, I don't expect them. I didn't expect them to come out the gates uh uh destroying people left and right. And they're having a good start to the season, six and four, not terrible. But yeah, I mean, like when I look at that team, I say, okay, well, you just need one or two more pieces. Those are usually the young guys you develop to be pieces off your bench for you because now you're adding Duncan back in a lot more with the starters. Mm-hmm. Like I think you'd be trading for Zach Levine. Maybe it bolsters you, but you got to send a piece back because of how much money he makes for you to be able to make the trade to work. So you're sending pick swaps. You're sending whatever picks they have. They don't have many. And probably either Tyler Hero or Duncan Robinson. And you're trading that for Zach Levine. If you're sending Duncan Robinson, okay, I guess I can see it. 
But if you send in Tyler Hero, you basically trading Tyler Hero for Tyler Hero that can jump. But you got to realize this though. Exactly. Um, Point. Yeah. No, Tyler. No, I, that's I, that's disrespect to Zach Levine. I'm gonna be honest with you. I can't. No, it's I can't. Not. That's I'm not overvaluing Zach Levine, especially in that second half of last season, was able to do things that Tyler Hero has never been able to do. He's able to make plays, break down defenses in a way that Tyler Hero does not do. Tyler Hero was a great NBA play. When I say great, he's a good shooter. All right, he's a he's, he's an NBA. He's player. a great shooter. He's a good NBA player. He's a good NBA player. Yeah, but he's not a. He doesn't have the ability that Zach Levine does, and that's what's missing. Who else can make plays from our slashers, our guard position outside of Jimmy Butler in a clutch? If I need you to put this ball on the floor, can you do it now? Zach Levine does struggle with that at times, but he don't struggle like Tyler Hero does. And the funny thing about it is, if you really yeah, but think Tyler about Hero, it, I don't need him to put the ball on the floor. He, I just need him to put the ball in the air. But you need enough people to get him the ball <laughs> and put it in there, right? So here's the funny part: What do we ultimately need? We need more shooters because we still kind of struggle with that. They yeah. need other playmakers outside of Jimmy. It mm-hmm. kind of works. Like if you put I mean, listen, with enough if, shooters, if, you got the if, interior and the exterior, and you're you're probably cooking. And but you're you not saying do a trade for one for one, are you? You're not saying Zach for Tyler. Well, you couldn't do a trade you one for one. Zach made too much you, money. Yeah, but it would uh, be it would be Tyler and some other pieces. But yeah. I, I think I think here's the thing: if the Miami Heat picked up the phone and said, "We'll send you Tyler Hero," and you know, if Jaime Hawkins is probably holding up this deal at the end of the day, like he holds up every Jaime deal for Pat Riley, Jaime Hawkins. <laughs> uh, like saying that day, whatever the piece is, right? Whatever the 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 ancillary piece to make the cash work is, and some draft capital. I'm probably saying, yeah, let's do it, because he's 23 years old. He's averaging 22 points a game. He's already had multiple 30 point games this season, and he's shooting 41 percent from the three point line. You got dang right. Send him Light it up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, like I would, I like it, if Pat Riley is so old and stuck in a mash episode that he can, if he's willing to do that trade. Yeah, I mean, because there's a marathon going on, so he can't be bothered to actually look at the term. Send it my way. Like, 100%. Because now you're resetting your timeline with a young player that's already that has already proven, one, when Jimmy Butler was out, he can play without a Jimmy Butler there. Two, in a system where uh, Billy Donovan has set it up, so literally you just need one guy to go shoot the basketball efficiently. Uh, he can already do that. Like, And he, you have still Vooch on this team and probably Caruso for the defense of it. Like, yeah, let's do it. Like, if the, if Miami's wild enough to make that trade, I'd be all in for it. I mean, you got to think about it. Tyler Hero's <laughs> averaging 22, 23 points a game, but he's trying. Zach is averaging 22. He's mailing it in. That just puts it in context <laughs> for you right there. You really think he's mailing it in every single game. I get what you're talking about with the pass. I don't think he wants to be here, dog. You kind of see it in his body language. He barely even tried. Pat, Pat so many times was like, Zach is not taking a shot. He not. I mean, listen. He was. He, he took shots. He took nineteen shots, but it's most of them came in the fourth quarter. He took like twelve of them in the fourth quarter. Like he just. He, he was just kind of going through the motions. Yeah, I mean, but even with that, right? Twenty eight point per game. Zach is four years ago. Does he get back to being that guy? I, I, I mean, I don't. Th- I think I'm, he's that guy. I don't think so. He should be the second scorer. No. If you put him on Miami, that man's not touching 28. He should be touching maybe 22, 23 at the most with Bam and Jimmy doing their thing. So, no, he shouldn't be. He might because Jimmy don't want to (laughs) score. Jimmy, Jimmy, like, can somebody do this? Please help me. Jimmy Jimmy don't want to be that guy. And it's not to say that Jimmy can't. He showed you that he can. But he wants to sit there and be the glue guy for that team and really lead them in that way. And that's cool. Like, I love that about Jimmy. He is who he is. If he has to score, he can. That that ain't his forte. He's trying to lock people down and stuff like that. Yeah, it just it's it's time. Overall, it's just time. Like the experiment didn't work. Uh, our claim <laughs> to fame was that with Lazo Ball didn't work. He ain't come back in time. We couldn't find another guard to replace that type of synergy. I can respect AK for making a move when he sees it's not working, and them coming to an amicable agreement to kind of seek out options as opposed to this player was just randomly traded and it seemed yeah. like he got slighted. I like the way he's a player's GM, so I like the way he's doing it. Um, but I do think that this is a miss. Like, this is a miss. He has to get shooters back. We still going to need a point guard. I think playing inside out, which is what we saw in the last game, they went to Vooch a lot. 
Yeah. They were play, playing that game. He got his double-double. Vooch is still a, a, a top 10 big in this league. I know somebody in the chat is going to be like, oh, my God, no, he didn't say that. Like, shut up. Look at the numbers. Everybody's not Jokic. Like, duh. Like, Vooch is still a top 10 big. You put enough shooters around him, you get DeMar to still allow him to do what he does. You might get a resurgence of P. Will who wants his $200 million. The team could develop a little bit, you know, not have to fight that fight. But, yeah, it's just time. It's just time. It's better to go this way and then firing the coach and then going through limbo. I'm going to tell you, it is like everybody's sitting here. Everybody's sitting here like this is a done deal. And it's all like, listen, the time in between now and him actually possibly getting traded, all it said was they're open to him being They're Both sides are open to a trade. That don't mean that AK is just going to take whatever deal comes. Exactly. Yeah. That don't mean that AK is just going to be like, yep, we just wanted to get rid of him. Like, it's not going to be a situation where, and like the video, if you agree, like the video, if you disagree, like the video, if you ain't got nothing else going on. Uh, it, it's not going to be a situation where we see, like, Walt Lemon Jr. walk in the building and <laughs> Denzel Valentine. And like, like you you're do not watch your mouth about Walt Lemon Jr. Hey, that, hey. Was, that was mini Derrick Rose, all right? I just let that live. I didn't even say nothing to that. Y'all, y'all, y'all attack him, chat. I remember, uh, no, I remember Stacy. Stacy was like alluding to like, hey, this guy looks a lot like another guy that used to play here. And I remember just being like, yeah, I'm gonna start calling these games with the volume off. <laughs> Man, I, I love Stace, but that's one of the worst takes ever. But uh, <clears throat> no, I just, I just think in in reality, all Bulls fans have said, yep, he's gone. Yep, it's done. That's not the case. Like, Zach Levine might not get traded. What if they end up on moving on from DeMar DeRozan and they slide Patrick Williams into that spot and all of a sudden, right, things start to work a little bit smoother. Now, I'm not saying that. I don't believe P-Will's going to turn into the, anything special at all. Or maybe they slide Io DeSumo into that spot. And all of a sudden, Io's able to, you know, be more of a score in that situation. Like, there's so much time between now and December when some of these teams draft capital is going to start opening up for them that want to actually make trades on Zach Levine that you don't know where you're going to be at in the season. And yeah, Zach Levine yeah. has been a player that while he's been here said, I'm fine being in Chicago. Like I like Chicago. I like being there. I like being the number one on the team. It is what it is. So like, I don't think that there's this, Oh my God, he's gone. Like I'll believe he's gone when he's gone. Like I, that's literally the second that he's out of the building and we see the draft compensation coming back, that's when I believe it. Do I think that maybe they move on from DeMar? Probably. Even though we did hear from Shams today that uh, there might be a situation where they try to get a contract done, even though the two sides are far apart. They both want to get a deal done, but DeMar does want to see where this team is going to be at at the end of the year. I mean, it's probably not going to be good. I think I'll be DeMar, with you. The here. best thing for DeMar to do. Go ahead, Jesse. No, no, no. I just, you know, I'm, I'm with you. I think Demar wants to stay here. Uh, he's been saying that ever since he's been here. He's wanted to uh, kind of just keep his family here. He loves the city, loves the organization. So I think he's trying to close out his career here. And it makes sense for him too. You got to think about it like this: Demar is going to be kind of in that Carmelo Anthony type of situation where, like, you are too talented to be the third option, but you're not going to be the focal point of anyone's offense. Here, yeah. he's a focal point of this offense. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think I think from the sheer preservation of it all, like for him not being relegated to a bench role or support role where he can still have be who he is. This is his best option. And Billy Donovan can make that work. Yeah. I can see him making that work. And Dame, I mean, I was about to say Dame, DeMar does seem to work well with some of the younger players. Like, mind you, all of the younger players that we hear getting work in. What, though? Like, that's, that's, that's. That's crazy, right? ain't it? I know where you're going with That's the number one thing that people keep saying. They're like, well, DeMar's mentoring these young guys. Patrick Williams gotten worse uh, in, in every aspect. I would assume the one year he didn't go, he got better. Daylon Terry's not even on the NBA team. But so the, the, here's the thing. I'm, I'm not, I'm not a disagreeing with you at all. But you know the main thing we hear? We hear DeMar's name in association with them and trying to get that work in. Whether or not they're putting it on the floor is different. They, they, I don't hear yeah. Zach's yeah. name with them as much. Yeah. And so when you think about who's bought in, who the, who the team has bought in with and stuff like that, keeping DeMar around as that savvy vet would probably be the best thing to do as you're trying to pivot to something else. And it allows him to end his career on a high note. Because, he, I mean, think about it. What happened to Carmelo could very well happen to a lot of these players who still have a lot left in the tank. But you're just not – you're just past – you're not part of the system. You're not part of that future plan. 
I, I, I tell you this, I, I take it a step further. If DeMar gets moved, he'll probably fall out of the league very quickly. The modern NBA is not built on older players sticking around and being focal points of teams. The Chicago Bulls are built on this. But most of the NBA, look at most of your NBA teams. I, I love hearing, oh, they have a young team. Who don't got a young team? The only teams that don't have young teams are the teams winning championships, which tells you all this young team stuff really don't get you that far. But like, oh, they have a young team. It's not a bad take. It's not a oh, bad no, take. Oh, no. Listen, this is why I say it takes time to build things. You have to have development to build things. Young teams don't win NBA titles. Young, te- it, like, young teams are exciting. Young right. teams are fun. Watch. <laughs> and the, the team, to your point, the Boston Celtics. The Boston Celtics have gotten older in our face as they've yeah. kept their core and added mm-hmm. pieces to get mm-hmm. there. And throughout that process, they've been to ECF, ECF. Well, and finals, when I say young, you know? I mean like when people are just like, we got to blow it up and go get this 19-year-old out of Germany. They said, now listen, it turned into Luka Doncic. It worked out. Right? Like, it was, He's not out of Germany, but like you, you know what I mean. Like when you, when I say young, I mean more that versus like the like when Stefan and one they were young. That's why they won so many. They had such a long path for them. But I mean, you had they your, had I, vets on their team. You had Iggy. You had you Space. Had you had yeah. I mean, like uh, David Lee whole, was still on that team. Livingston. 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 Liv- yeah. Livingston was actually still pretty young too on that team. Like he just his leg. That's one of the worst things ever. Yeah. But when I consider old, what I what I think of old, I don't think of old as in 30, 34, because at this point, modern medicine, stuff like that, I don't know what LeBron is on, but he's he's cooking. And a lot of players who are older are cooking. I mean, Steph is 35. Yeah. Let's be real. DeMar and Steph are the same age. Yep. So, like, realistically, you can play at a high level, and he's still playing at a high level. But when you're not just about being the focal point. But when I look at age, I think of how long Dang. you've been in the league. How long you, you been in Steph the... is 35 made me go look at Steph numbers. Like, I knew he was cooking, but oh, oh he, my God. He, that man's on fire right now. 41, yeah. 24, 41, 21, 30, 28, 34, 30, 38. The funny thing is, I can see DeMar on that team. Just putting that out there. That's uh, a good one. It is a good one. Hey, but see, in. you'd be sending them to a veteran team. Yeah. No, you, you're right. I think of when it comes to that, you need veterans. You need people who've been around long enough where the moment is not too big for them. You only get that through experience. Yeah. You only get that through a couple of years. Like Jason Tatum now and the Boston Celtics are probably more poised now than they've ever been to win because they've been there. They've taken their lumps. And now it's like, I don't think much can get past them now. They're well, mentally it's not even that. They've been there. The player you added that is running the show has won there. Has won. Yeah. And you added Christos Porzingis just to be tall and run around. The only question with them is they bench. Like and health. Hey, they bench is yeah, eight depth deep. and health. Yep. They, yeah. they, they team is eight deep, and one of the eight is is Peyton Pritchard. And <laughs> and, and the other one is Luke Cornett. Yeah, you know I mean, like Ooh, it's tough. Cool. It's yeah. tough. Yeah, you know I mean, like that's that's an interesting one. But I just I, I look at the Bulls scenario now as one where you need that piece to start. Yeah, those teams that we're having a conversation on. And that's why I don't think the Bulls gut it, right? Everybody's all on the, they're going to blow it up. This is the time. The big three's done. We're going to move on. Maybe they move on from tomorrow. There are two players that I guarantee are going to be here, though. Alex Caruso is not going anywhere, and Nikola Vucevic will be here. Those are the I two that I, I foresee. Move, bro. You said what? I think he gets moved. Who? Who? Caruso? Yeah. I think AC, won't, AC won't get moved because yeah. you're trying to readjust what the what the identity of your team is. The identity of your team is the two players that AK brought in this offseason right now. Javon mm-hmm. Carter, Torrey Craig, gritty guys, do anything you can to get a win, fight it out, guys. And I think AC is the leader of all of that. And uh, I don't think that AK would move on from AC at this point because I think if you moved on from AC, you literally go back to not having a vocal leader on the floor. I like DeMar. DeMar's a great scorer. He's not your vocal leader on the floor. I just think to sweeten the deal, you have to add somebody like AC because, like I said, if he goes back to L.A., which is his roots, then that just makes much more sense for them to bring back better players. But if you're talking about, yeah, they need somebody that's still a mentor, that's still the leader in the locker room, I could see that going that way as well. I think that's kind of on the fence with with, uh, Alex. I mean, listen, you've got young players that literally don't open their mouth. Kobe White said, "I just now, I'm just now getting to the point where I'm comfortable talking 
to these guys. Yeah. Like on the court, like telling them what to do. And he's the point guard. He had to get comfortable. He was forced into getting comfortable with it. Patrick Williams literally don't talk. Yeah, like you'll never nah. hit P. Will on the court, just like watch that. Get over there. Now, now he's doing some better things defensively coming off of the bench and stuff like that. But like you have to be able to have guys who are on the court that are gonna communicate, be the leader when things get screwed up. Hey, let's hey get over here. What are y'all doing? I ain't seen that one time since that game where AC where we lost to uh to Phoenix when AC was trying to calm everybody down. I saw it a little bit with Io the other yeah. day. Io told everybody calm down a little bit. Io will. Yeah, do Io's that. been vocal. Since Io, yeah. but yeah. Io is actually used to being that vocal. Like he was that in college. Yeah. Now like, I do agree with Rando on this. By the way, uh, that's a Rando. Rando. Oh, Rando. Rando too. Raw. Okay. Miss Rando. Right, rocking cool. with Rando. I, I was more surprised that we was rocking with Rondo on that. Uh, unless his name is Rondo. Shout out to you. But uh, AC is not a throw-in either. AC is yeah, no, a don't player. Think he's a like that, that, when I keep seeing, I, I posted that FanDuel uh, trade to the Locked On Bulls channel. <laughs> uh, and everybody lost their minds. Like, I made the trade. Like, I didn't come up with the trade. Um, and I looked at the package, and everybody was like, Zach Levine and Alice Caruso for this. And I was like, Alice Caruso could get this alone. He just don't make enough money. Like, Jalen Hood, Shafino, and that 2029 first-round pick, and Rui Hachimura, you should send me that for Alice Caruso. Mm, I don't no. want D'Lo. D'Lo's, ugh. No. Yeah. I like I D'Lo. I, yeah, I mean, hey, he, he, hey, I love I like you. Hey, I love you, but no. Alice Caruso could yeah. not get that on his own. He, no. I'm gonna tell you. Really I'm gonna tell you. Exa- I'm gonna tell you exactly player. why he can. Because there's already a bidding war for a player like Alice Caruso. A 2029 first round pick is so far away. The Lakers don't care about it because they're trying to win with LeBron right now. Uh, Rui Hachimura is a role player that you would replace his minutes with Alice Caruso uh, because he could pretty much play one through four. And you don't. They don't even play Jalen Hood Shafino because he's a rookie this year, so they don't know nothing about him. Uh, Rui Hachimura has has done enough for them, especially walking into that situation last season. Well, he can get that head up. I mean, we're, we're, we're split here. There. It ultimately don't matter. I agree with you that AC is not just a throw in. Yeah. What, his talent doesn't make him a throw in. His money makes him a throw in. The money aspect, he yeah. does make him. He's one of those things where I know he's worth more than what he's under contract for, which is why you're going to agree to this deal because he's a part of it type situation, right? Yeah. So he's a throw in for that. He's a throw-in because of that, not necessarily right. because of how he plays. Yeah, but, but I, even in that right. scenario, you still got to send me back. Now you got to send me back a hundred. No, what would it be? You got to send me back eighty million dollars worth of player contracts now. Well, mind you, you only have to trade. They only have to even out the this year's salary for it. You don't right. Have to Zach make Zach make forty. AC's making twenty. Or AC's making fifteen. What's AC making? I think it's fit. I thought it was twelve. I'm could be wrong. Jesus, you said 2015. I said 12. He's somewhere there. He making some. He, he Man, making like $6 million. Dollars. No, I know he making more than that. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill wilson you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer avoiding a 455 meeting on everyone's calendar how did you do it i got a huge assist from grammarly an ai writing partner that helped me make my point 96 percent of grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing Would you agree? Grimly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Uh, <laughs> Alex Caruso contract right now. He got a four-year 36. He make it, dang, he was making less than all, everything. He make it nine. So you had, you had to send back $60 million in contract, or uh, $50 million in contracts. 
Yeah, yeah. The funny it's thing about a lot about of money it, though, and contracts to send back. Like the the funny thing about it, and Rex said <laughs> Io got coached hard in college too. Yeah. The the thing is, I, I'm gonna say this: you're not gonna get rid of Zach and Demar because AK pigeonholed himself. He picked players who can't play. Like your number four overall ain't shown you enough to be your number four overall. Your number 18 yep. overall don't even play with the, the starters. Julian Phillips, like you said, you don't know where that did that kid suit up. Um, you don't have enough young talent to sit there and take the rims. Who's gonna be yep. your offense? You, know, oh, no. you have to it, maintain some level of offensive efficiency, and Demar brings that right and and and, and droves, and so he can't divest that much because then you're going into like a what would be considered a rebuild. And I don't think you can, I don't think AK can go through a rebuild right now. Well, I think I, that would well, be listen, very damaging yeah. for his reputation. I, I think, I think the funny part is you still think we operate as a normal organization. I'm a White Sox fan, my guy. AK ain't going nowhere. Uh, <laughs> no, no, it's funny. I mentioned that in that video too. <laughs> hey, he could go through three rebuilds, he ain't going nowhere, my guy. This man's gonna be here. You know what they do if they fired AK? They would promote Mark Eversley. That's it, that's all. That it'd be yeah. over and done. Like, that's 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 the Reinsdorf way. But the one thing that I will say about, um, you know, like moving on from Zach and Damar is. I think that's the one part that a lot of people are confused by. They think everyone gets 20 shots. I love no. seeing that. I saw that. I, I dropped a video about, you know, Pat Will struggling and Tory Craig coming in, blah, blah, blah. And Muzz were like, I just don't understand why P. Will can't get shots. There's enough shots to go around. They take 90 shots a game. Why can't he get 20 of them? Because that's not how the NBA works. Let me, let me teach y'all the politics of basketball. Let P. Will try to take 20 shots. By the time he got to 11, they'd be like, go say, actually, he has gotten to 11 this year. And they was like, hey, we have a nice seat on the pine for you right here, young man. You, you sit right here. This is, a, this, is a, this is where you'll be for the foreseeable future. Like, right. no one's getting 20 shots a game outside of your main players. Vooch, DeMar, and DeMar's taking a step back to allow Kobe to get more shots in the starting bit of the offense. But, like, I want everybody to really look at, remember how they love Torrey Craig coming off the bench? This is what we need in the starting lineup. Then Torrey Craig came in the starting lineup, and all of a sudden he was taking three or four shots a game, but he's giving you 12 rebounds. That's what the fifth option on your team does. You know the funny thing is? Hmm. It's very situational. You're not wrong by, a, by the metric of a lot of teams in the league. But I always look at the pedigree of who we have at the helm and what they built. So we look at AK, what he built before he left. The Denver Nuggets have four people who get over who get double digit shots. And sometimes Michael Porter Jr. is getting 20, 26, and Jokic is taking 15. It, it's all within the flow of that game and the system they've built. No, the but I think the part is the we are difference the great with that value the, version of that. Yeah, but the, <laughs> difference, with, the difference with that is though, your main piece gives shots. Like your number one, that sounded crazy. Your number one <laughs> option on offense is the one giving everybody else the shot to take. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, like if if you got a center that averages 12 assists a game, everybody else better be shooting them up. So that's to your point and to my point, why that point guard that we had was important. We had the 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 perfect prototype of a true traditional point guard. Because that's all Lonzo really wanted. He was a shoot yeah. second, pass first guy. Yeah. And if you look at how the Nuggets are constructed, you could argue what Jamal Murray is as a guard. He, I think he's a combo guard. He does take a lot of shots. Yeah. But if you go through, if you go through their shot selection, <laughs> there's games where he's taking nearly thirty shots. Uh, uh, Jokic taking nearly thirty shots. MPJ done took twenty. They got uh, Caldwell Pope over there. I can't stand that dude. He take fifteen shots. Like the, but it's but you gotta get Contavious, man. <laughs> Dude's trash. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it is. He's not trash, but still, it's their pace of play and stuff like that, and the amount of possessions they're able to get that yeah. allows them all to get to get these shots. But they're also, again, shooting at a high clip. That ball's rotating. The offense is flowing, like we said. The ball's not sticking. They're averaging like 110 points a game, stuff like that. You get those op you get those opportunities yeah. when you have that type of synergy there. AK really did try to build that type of synergy here. You can uh, see it. Honestly, the fingerprints are all there. Yeah, he just put, it's just the wrong pieces. 
It's just and, and it takes time. And, and here's the thing. Individually, they're all going to cook. Individually, they're all going to cook. Damar, if he goes somewhere, Zach, if he goes, he's going to be, they're going to be good. Mm-hmm. They're good players. It's just, it don't work together. And you needed that piece that makes it work together. Lonzo, to kid credit, was our Jokic. And by the way, Mike Milley, uh, AK traded for Aaron Gordon, just in case you're wondering. They did go get KCP after he left, though, but AK traded for Aaron Gordon. Uh, yeah, no, AK built that whole team, except KCP. Who was the dude they had? He had a it was it was basically KCP, but a different face. Sam, I was just thinking about that. I was like, who was the guy there? It please? basically was it Will Barton? They had a Will Barton was on Denver. He was on, on Denver for a minute. And they traded Bruce. him for KCP. Oh, Gordon. Don't, don't have me lying. Whoever I'm, KCP I'm got traded for was was the one. Nah, not Gary Harris. Okay. Gary Harris went to Orlando. It wasn't Bruce Brown because he got he didn't get uh -uh, traded. Bruce Brown was there. No, Bruce Brown been. was on the team. Y'all know who I'm talking about. This is the crazy know, part. The we all the know who this dude is, but he's literally just KCP with a lower shooting percentage. Now, here's the funny part while we think about that. I want us to look at the <laughs> Bulls versus Bucks game, and I want everyone to look at the shot attempts, right? And I want people to get off this P Will thing because I, 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 Pat entertains it. We are sh just shut the noise up about this P Will thing. There's multiple. I was right. People. It was Will Barton. Is Will Barton? I kind of same dude. Same dude. Um, but there's there's four people who got double digit shots. They just didn't make them. Oftentimes we have four people in double digit shots. Oftentimes we have two or three double people digits ain't twenty shots a game though. 10 shots a game is a lot, especially when you're not. 15 shots a game is a lot. 15 like, shots a game is a lot. 10 yeah, shots a game is like. You can get 10 just, I mean, Andre Drummond sometimes gets 10 shots. Guess what? Well, There's stars the in his league person. who are averaging 25-plus off of 14 shots a game. Yeah. Kevin Durant, I know it's Kevin Durant, but I'm just using him. When you're efficient like he is and you get to the line like he does, Guess what? It's 14 shots on the registered, but he took well, like see, I 28. Think, I think he that's got fouled the on half of them. Yeah, you know? that's the thing too, right? Like P. Will technically took 11 shots the other day. Seven of them were registered. Because he got fouled. Because he got fouled four times. Mm -hmm. So so that's how you get to the line. You get those points. You yeah. That's why the stat line be like, oh, crap, he got 20-something points, but he only took eight shots. That's a, that's a Giannis stat line sometimes. Like, yeah, he's at the line. <laughs> Like that's what happens. That's so so Y'all just gotta be real with the fact that P. Will didn't take the shots. Yeah. And he didn't get to the line. So guess what? It looks like he's not getting shots. That boy has opportunity. He didn't take them opportunities. Well, no, but I, I'm not talking about before at all. But I think I think now I'm when talking you about look, you, but that's the that's a narrative. I you think know, now people, when you look at P. Will and and like I will say this: the one thing that I do want to see. And it's the only we've only seen it a couple of times. When there's no other option, what do you do? That's what I want to see from all these young guys. That's the reason that I'll be okay with moving on from tomorrow. When you have no other options, mm -hmm. like, guess what? You pass this ball, it's coming back to you. Like you, oh no, I didn't get a good shot on that. Well, you better figure out which one is the right one because it's your shot. Yeah. Like I want to see that with Kobe. I want to see that with P. Will. I want to see that with Io. When you're forced to do that, because if you move on from Demar, you're probably talking about a starting lineup that's Kobe White, Io DeSumo, Patrick Williams, Tory Craig, Nikola Vucevic. Oh Lord have mercy. I'm actually now, cool with that. I, I, you know I ain't what telling you you're gonna win a lot of games. Now you're gonna play some defense. I ain't gonna lie. That lineup gonna play some defense. But I ain't say you're gonna win a lot of games. But when you ain't got no choice. There's no Demar. There's no P. Will or there's no uh, Zach Levine to defer to and eat up 18 seconds of the shot clock. What do you look like? You better feed it to the big man. But uh, I don't think Kobe's gonna have a problem taking shots. He's never been scared. Yeah, no, Kobe. Shot. Soon hey. as they, soon as they trade one of them, Kobe like uh, ten yeah. more shots. Hey, but <laughs> you probably see the best version of Ayo Dasumo because Ayo Dasumo even last night was our assist leader. Ayo Dasumo is a good playmaker. Now, I know I've been, like, on the Ayo versus Kobe train before. We kept both of them. Yeah. I like them both in their respective roles. If Zach's not there, Kobe a, is a good backup shooting guard. He's a starter on somebody's team. He might be ours. Yeah. We don't have a point guard right now. Jalen Carter, Javon Carter, whatever. It's Javon Carter. There's his name. He's not a point guard. He's an undersized two. Io is a playmaker. Let it, let's see what happens. Let's roll with that young talent. I and think it could be interesting. 
I've said this since Io was at Illinois. I've said that Io has the potential to be. Io at Illinois averaged easily over 20 points while being the playmaker and the facilitator for that that, that team. So I wouldn't see that it's out of the realm of possibility that if you trade away the top guys on this team, that he somehow, you know, elevates his game on the (laughs) offensive side of the ball. Yeah. As a point guard. Now, I don't know what he's going to be as a scorer in the league, but as a point guard, how he rolls that, how he works that pick and roll with Vooch. How he actually you know what? I think I think that's why I don't want Iowa at point one. I'd rather see Kobe at point one because his handle is just better. Kobe White's yeah. handles. <sighs> Shout out to dribble too much. Uh, but I would rather see Kobe at the point because now he's getting the opportunity to go out there and play one position, and he's doing a good job at it. He's playing it well. And he's giving you contributions on the defensive end. And he's going out there being able to score the basketball. You know what I mean? Like, but then I look at what Io DeSumo is as a point guard. And I feel like it's just too rigid for him. What Io did at Illinois was like, what Io did at Illinois was a slowed down version of what Kobe White is doing now. I can score off of what I can create. And I also can just run pick and roll with this mammoth of a man that's in the middle of the floor. Like, I assume it wasn't coming up there like, I hey, we're going to run this set, get into it, here we go. Like, that that wasn't how Illinois offense was running. Yeah, They no, were running a heck of a lot of pick and roll with Kofi. There's a lot of lot of pick and roll. It was very free-flowing, and that's what you get when you have young players that run. You got a lot of play with, with a, a faster-paced offense, which is what you would go to when you have a younger, younger team. You're going to pick up the pace and stuff like that. Billy Donovan does do well in that type of situation. I do think you get the best of I.O., I did. I, I'm not going to sit here and say I disagree with Kobe being on the floor. Kobe being on the floor is a good thing. So me and you, Ace is right there. Kobe is a scorer though. Mm-hmm. He was a scorer in, in college. Always He's always yeah. has been a scorer. I have to give him credit for that. He's always been a bucket getter from that aspect. Right on the levels he's played, and we've seen him do that at a high level at, in Chicago here and, and the pros. Him being the starting two guard, where that's what you do. That's what I need you to do. I think that simplifies the game from Kobe. When you put Kobe in a situation where he has to make plays for others, I think you actually do him a disservice and you take away from what he does best, which is score the rock. Some people are just naturally good at scoring. I think that's Kobe with a better, better, you know, uh, handle package now. I think that's what he what he can really evolve into. And that'd be cool. I mean, he's a six five. If he cut the fro, you really see it. What is he? Six six? Six he's five, six, five. six, six. No, no, no. He he's six four, six five at the most. Yeah. His uh, his arms are uh, five two. Uh, <laughs> they got short arms, bro. That man got. Yeah, the little man just called him a T Rex on the low. <laughs> he is a T Rex, low key. Random like, I him a t- well, you know, you know what he is. That's why he shoot the ball so well. Like two K really was on point with that. Like the the smaller you make the arms, the better a shooter he is. Um, is that fact? I, I don't know, man. Like. I just think it'll, yeah, the more compact you make your your own to GFA. me your assist. I've never made a player in two K. Like I've uh, well, I did do crit, but I never did make it. Like never mind. We we had you never did to my player. I had I've done it, but like I didn't. I don't. I don't buy into it like that. Like nah, I ain't finna sit yeah. there and grind it out and get the level. I don't care about level ninety nine. I feel nothing. you. Like I don't here's, have time. Here, for it. Here's my thing though, right? Your assist, your guys who are leading in assists in the NBA now are all that kind of guard. Like they're all guys that can score the basketball or mostly score the basketball or are the leading scorer on their team. Like it's just a different league now. So I don't expect a playmaker at my point guard position to be my only option. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially when I've seen Io, like seeing Io now, Io looks so much better now just as a. I mean, he's almost playing free safety on offense. Like, he's just kind of flowing through the offense, whatever y'all need me to be. I'm the three in this moment. I'm the two here. I, and I'm playing point right now because me and Kobe are on the floor together, and him and Kobe do have a great synergy. But, like, yeah, the, the assist leader in the NBA right now is Tyrese Halliburton. Tyrese Halliburton, the leading scorer on his team. Hey, uh, you about, you hey, about, to, get, you about to get Harris to start bro. talking. Hey, hey bro, listen. That man different, dog. Hey, I'm hey, sorry. Hey, forget <laughs> that. Hey, I'm a huge Tyrese Halliburton fan, dog. I'm a hey, big fan. That dude different. I don't care what nobody say. I can live with uh I can live with Halliburton. Passing on Devin Vassell pissed me off so much. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> you had to scout that team to see P. Will. Yeah. You oh, looked at Devin Vassell on the court. Right, I got you. <laughs> the entire game. It was like, hey, what that dude on the bench that ain't doing nothing got going on? <laughs> I feel like that's what they did with P. Will. 
<laughs> that is what they did. That's what I'm saying. No, that's P. what he said. Like, yeah, that, the same team. No, I'm saying P. Will was on the bench a lot too. <laughs> no, that's what I'm talking about. Like Devin Vassell was the starting point guard on the team, so you had to go to the game, see him first, and then go, "Hey, what P. Will do?" Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he was looking at the potential. He wasn't looking at the the, the guy. <laughs> I li- and here's the thing. Here's here's the part that sucks about that. He out AK'd himself. I would rather have a GM that does that. Now, what I will say he is that lost it. <laughs> I, I always saw more potential in Tyrese Halliburton than I ever did in P. Will. When I broke down P. Will tape, I remember at the end of the tape, I just went, eh. "All right." <laughs> I said, would I take him for? No. Nah. Uh, would I take him in the draft? Yes. So Second I like round. a guy, I, I, but I would rather have a GM that goes for potential because we've missed out on too many players in our past going safe versus going potential. Dog, he was a... <laughs> he was a uh, he was a second rounder that snuck into... He was Mitch Trubisky. Yeah? He was Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. Dang! You see yeah. Patrick? Wow. Yeah. Mr. Bisky. Yeah. And you know what's funny about that? It's the same situation because Halliburton went way later in the draft. He's leading the league in assists. He's yep. being like a generational point guard. Is, uh, is Watson. Uh, uh, who else did we pick over? Uh, uh, yeah, I got to look at that draft again. Halliburton might be Deshaun. I don't know if there's a Pat Mahomes in that draft. I think that's the tough part. Who's the I best player from be that Pat draft? Mahomes. Halliburton He's, is Pat Mahomes? Nah. Whoever the I mean, best person from that draft round, would be. Halliburton is ridiculous, but I mean, he's still like 22 points a game. Like, let's not... He not 50. He not 50. Nah, he, he gonna get there. He probably gonna get there. Hey, dog. Halliburton cold, dog. Hey, he's a dog. <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I can't... I couldn't stand the fact that he was... He, he's, he's at... He's in our... Uh, conference, and I was just like, "Dag, I hate to root for another person in a conference like that." Yeah, but I want him to win. First of all, I he just seems like a cool dude for one, which is rare. It's rare to have somebody that's like really good thing, at all. My favorite thing like is articulate. My favorite thing is when uh, Jordan Poole lost the game shooting a like forty foot three pointer, and everybody else was like, "You can't take that three And they had Halliburton on the show, and Halliburton said. I would have took that three. <laughs> <laughs> and they was like, but you'd have missed. And he was like, no, I wouldn't. I was like, it was the greatest thing at, bruh. Uh, let's see. That's let's his see. shot. He takes that shot. So P. Will was for Okoro. I can live oh, with that. Anthony Okamu, Edwards, I can live with that. Avdia, I definitely can live with that. Hey, kid just, kid was so in on Avdia, bro. He I just was. knew I, that he I was too. Was I'm not going to lie. I was too. Hey, I, hey, I looked at that boy. I was like, Denny Avdia is garbage, and y'all are way too hype about this. <laughs> he didn't look hey, garbage. He got paid, so though. Denny he Avdia got paid, shooting, though. What P. Hey, will Denny get? Denny Avdia shooting 26% <laughs> from the three-point line. Forget that, Denny Avdia. Hey, uh, hey, hey, Jalen Smith, paid, man. Though. Devin Vassell went 11 to the Spurs. Halliburton went 12 to the Kings. Tyrese Maxey's in that draft? Maxie in 21. Whoa, thing. I buddy. Uh, Whoa there. <laughs> Hold on. Didn't Maxie just drop 50? Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Wasn't nothing in the second <laughs> oh, round. Hey, you talking y'all. about the Pat Mahomes of the draft. Uh, yeah. That one hurt a little bit. Was Luka in that draft? Bit. Who? Huh? Luka was in that draft? No, Luka wasn't in no. that draft. Oh, I thought nah. somebody said Lucas. Probably was like Lucas was in that uh, draft? Anthony oh, Edwards and Lamelo Ball. Lamelo got a, got right. Obi Toppin was in that draft. By the way, how's Obi Toppin doing? <laughs> that's a uh, that's another one. That's, that's another one. That he was. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You want to know, yeah, know why man. I knew? You want to know why I knew Obi Toppin was struggling? Because I know for a fact this man at one point had him on his fantasy team, and I looked at the free agents no, I yesterday. Have him up. I didn't. I never. And he was him. out there. I never picked him up. Oh, I thought you was picking him up. Uh, by the way, Obi Toppin for this season oh, has had uh, some pretty good games. Yeah, uh, yeah, okay, pretty good games. Uh, he's averaging uh, nine points on fifty-seven percent shooting uh, <coughs> on twenty-one minutes a game. So, hey man, sound like the same dude that you were saying Thibs wouldn't let be unlocked. Uh, well, for one, they increased his minutes, and he he rewarded them by having a higher shooting percentage. 
Bro, more he, points. Hey, hey, more hey, 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 you're not slick. You're not slick. He rewarded <laughs> me by making one more bucket. This that man, man made yeah. one more layup. <laughs> hey, hey, listen, listen. That man went from 55% to 57%. It's improvement. Hey, I'm give you my all. That man went from seven points a game to nine. That man made one more layup. That's all. He, he got seven more minutes and made one hey, more last layup. Last night, dude, was 14 points, six of seven from the field in 21 minutes. I'll take it. What well, P will give you last night? 13. Yeah. And what? <laughs> he thought about 13 and five, I think. <laughs> P wouldn't give you no five rebounds. I think he did. I think his stat line last time was literally like 13 and 5. And he played hey, really good anytime defense. He will give you more than four rebounds. It's a holiday. I'm telling you right now. Loudest <laughs> four rebounds ever, dog. <laughs> uh P Will gave you 13 3. Oh, my bad. He gave you two steals, three blocks, though. All right. That's good. That's, a, hey, that's a better game. It. That's a better game. It's a good game. It's a good game. It's a good game. On the bench. <laughs> oh God. Hey, man, uh, we appreciate y'all for tuning in to Show and Love. Let's finish it out real quick with this. Uh, if you had to pick one trade package that you want to see a team make, what are you looking at right now? Any team? Any team. Y'all can go to any team. I mean, it'll, it'll dictate where in the year that it happens. But any team that you feel like could make a trade for Zach Levine, what would be the, uh, the trade package that you want to see uh, return for the Chicago Bulls? I got an interesting one. I ain't gonna lie. My boy, my boy Koo sent me this one. Shout out Koo. Um, and this Ooh. is to a team that it's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt to see him in this jersey. But I would send him to the Detroit Pistons. Oh, you crazy. <laughs> to get back Bojan Bogdanovich, Joe Harris, Jaden Ivey, and a 2025 Ooh. first round. Ooh, I like that. I like that. I like that because I I don't know why all of a sudden they hate they hate Jaden Ivey. He's just not producing like they thought he would immediately. Like Jaden Ivey was cooking last year, and then Cade got healthy. Yeah, for whatever reason, they just stopped playing him. Right? Yeah. No, I like that. You got shooters, and you got a potential got to develop around. Yeah, yeah. Jaden Ivey essentially is a young Zach Levine, young. Version. Go ahead, JC. I gotta yeah. I gotta check something real quick. I don't know about that. Jay Nye so, so, six four. He, he a point guard. I mean, <laughs> well, I'm just going off potential, but but okay, so I'm with that one. But uh one I would potentially like to see if if all went right in the world, I would say uh trade him to Portland. Right now, Scoot Henderson is not doing what we thought he would do. I would try right. to take advantage of that. I would do Zach for Scoot and uh what's your big man from uh Boston, Robert Williams. Robert Williams ain't got no knee. <laughs> I'm Robert just Williams, saying, I take Robert advantage. Robert Williams of the just had another surgery. Oh yeah, he just uh, he out for his, for the season. Out for the season. Not Robert Williams. I'm sorry, DeAndre Aiden. My bad. My bad for Aiden. I'm sorry. Ooh. I'm thinking of the other big man, Aiden. Aiden and Scoot for Zach. I know they might not be. I'm just saying, in an ideal world, because Scoot is not playing the way we thought he would, you get him when his value is low. One can dream. <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> hey. Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think they're going to move on from Scoot, even though he do look trash right now. He look horrible. But uh, I don't think, I feel like you trading Zach for Aiden is is trading the problem for the problem. So, um, if you even keep, though I'm not going to disrespect Zach like that. Zach hasn't been the problem. He just hasn't also been the solution. Who has a legit point guard that they can that can be traded? That's also another thing. For, like, for a from a monetary perspective, this makes sense. They both have equal uh equal percentage on the kicker. Um, and this team is looking for some solutions that I don't think really works out. They got they they're too undersized at this position. Um, and it's might hurt. It's a little local. Um, the Cleveland Cavaliers, uh Darius Garland. He signed yeah. a five-year, $197 million contract. He's averaging about $34 million a year as a 15% NBA trade uh, kicker or trade bonus. Uh, he has a trade bonus. So, I mean, that's the kicker. That's a trade kicker. It's a kicker. Um, very okay. similar to Zach Levine uh, contract. Uh, and they also have Imani Bates, who they have in the, the G League. Hey. Who I've been big on. I've been big on him since he started playing. Uh, that dude, hey, they a dog. sent that boy clean to the G League. That dude's a dog, though. 
uh, I would absolutely make a move for Darius Garland, Imani Bates, who is 6'8", mm-hmm. and could torch it and does come in. Very, you know very why I would favorable. do it? Because they about to lose their whole team. Yep. They can't pay everybody. They about to lose it. it not even that. Donovan Mitchell do not want to be there. This man bring up New York once a week. Donovan Mitchell is not there for the long term. Like, I'm telling y'all right now, he is there for a good time, not a long time. You know, I, like, <laughs> I, I, I'll be honest with you. I'll enjoy it now, Cleveland. Broski Bear made a good one. What do you got, Zach, for DeJounte Murray? Well, why would, why would they do it? Mm. Now, no, I would add more on that, but that's a good start. I, I I wouldn't want Zach for DeJounte Murray because if I'm holding on to Zach, I want DeJounte Murray to come here. Or if I'm trade like if I, I want DeJounte Murray and Both Zach together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got you. Now I wouldn't but be I, I tell you what I tell you what I'm trading, him for, I'm trading him for a point guard. I don't know. <laughs> y'all entertaining shooting guards. I'm trading him for a point guard to go with my shooting guard and Kobe. Yeah. P will if he decides to, I mean P will gives me like failed Evan Mobley vibes. Like, like it'd be a situation he can work with. That's what I'm going with in the money work. So you see, DeJounte is not a point guard. He's a point guard. DeJounte Murray, yeah, that's why it don't work. They both point guards. He's been a point guard everywhere. Just the Spurs. He he is a point guard. DeJounte Murray led the NBA in assists two years ago. No. DeJounte Murray ain't never been a small forward. DeJounte Murray is a point guard. No. Hey, I stand corrected, but I couldn't. That man was a point guard on the uh, on the Spurs, right? Yeah, he just plays off balls because you got Trey there. If Trey wasn't there, he'd be the point guard. I'm terrified we're gonna be stuck in NBA hell because uh, we will have we're stuck. We already there, my boy. The Trey, the Zach Trey. You know what? Here's the thing, though. Like, and and a lot of people are saying this, right? If you're gonna blow it up, you got to blow it up all the way. I, I I can say this as many times as y'all want. They're not. They won't. AK likes being competitive. The Denver Nuggets haven't blown up their huh. situation since 2003. That's the last time they were a sub-30 win team. Hmm. Strap in. Here's, here's another thing I just want to throw in real quick. Does AK have full control to do what he needs to do if, if they go down this road with trade? I think, I think so because, because they've, uh, they've paid so many him. people hmm. to stick around. Yeah, I mean, like you, you. I don't. I think if AK didn't have control, you don't re up Vooch. Okay, good point. I think they'd move on to save money on some of these guys. Yeah, you know I mean, like I, I, I personally, I do. I think that, I think the notion that these guys don't have control, to me, takes, takes place more in the coaching aspect of it. Yeah, over the putting players on the floor. Because everybody's always like, the Bulls are cheap. They don't want to spend money. That's why they, no, they spend money. We just don't like the players they spent it on. They gave no, I, the, they get they gave Carlos Boozer one of the highest contracts in the NBA. We just didn't like Carlos Boozer three years after that. The one thing I have to give AK credit for is he did get good talent here. <laughs> he got good talent here. He didn't get good talent. <laughs> That's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> it's a fact. Jerry, Jerry yeah, yeah. Let me know. But that's a but fact. A, but AK did not give good management of that talent and, and buy in, and that's yeah. the one thing. And so this, all this tells me is that they're trying to go with what works well and de- start actually developing these young pieces. Because oddly yeah. enough, the what's the best version of Io to you? It's a pretty good point guard. Mm-hmm. Best version of Kobe's a pretty good shooting guard. Best version of Vooch to me is still a top. He's already a top 10 big for you haters out there. I mean, listen, if you get Vooch number one option, shots. <laughs> you get Vooch 25 shots a game, like he's, he's probably going to give you 25 points a game double. and 15 rebounds. Mm-hmm. Vooch going to finish his career here. I really believe that. I think he's going to be one of them players. He gonna be one of them dudes we talk about. Be like, and here's the here's the craziest part about it. As much as everybody hate him, he's probably the best center in our history. Minus Joe Kim Noah, I'd say Joe Kim's above. 
you said well you got me you thinking center. you said horace center. is a powerful yeah bill bill cartwright luke longley yeah maybe Joe Keem's the only one you can make a debate for. He was more of a defensive yeah. guy, but I think Joe Keem's probably our number one. Yeah. Yeah. Hooch is probably number two. Yeah. Well, we had no centers. We we've guards. We always got guards. Yeah. Hey, man, it's a good, good show. Good call. Good call. I don't know how good it is. It's still gross. But, uh, hey, man, we appreciate y'all for tuning in to Show Love. <laughs> Hit that like button. Subscribe to the page. Oh, you know what? That's true. That's true. Artist Gilmore. I was thinking about. That's I was like, somebody's there. Artist Gilmore. Artists. I thought he was a power forward. I think no. artist. No, artist of five. Artist of center. Artist of five. Artist used to be good. You know what though? It's so skewed because the only times you see artist video is like versus, um, Wilt and 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 Bill. Mm. So you be like, ah, he was night. Now artist is a artist is probably too still. I get y'all that. That's sad though. Like, I mean, here's the thing: he's a top five center. He's a top five center. Who's four and five? Like, you quickly get into like Bill Walton, uh, Luke Longley, Luke Longley. Mm-hmm. Hey, Luke, Luke Longley, Longley is, is top automatically five top five. You said who? Luke Longley is automatically top five. Luke Longley, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but listen, Luke Longley ain't better than Vooch. <laughs> Horace Grant played five sometimes. Sometimes he 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 went to that position often. Yeah, I mean he'd be like, ah, somebody missed it because it was it wasn't a good player. Hey man, appreciate y'all for tuning in. Hit that like button, subscribe to the page. We'll be back tomorrow for more of the daily show, and of course we'll have content dropping throughout the day. As y'all saw, we have plenty of content out today. As always, man, it's your boy Pat the Designer, joined by the pettiest man alive, Mr. P Kid, and JC in the building. Y'all stay safe out there, Chicago. One love, peace. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.